Hi guys, thank you so much for joining us um, on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. Um, thank you guys for clicking on the link. Thank you for sharing this link with your family and your loved ones. It means a lot to me. And as well, um, I'm hoping that every single time you click on the link, you get to learn something and you get to be a better person than you are when you came to listen. Um, today we're going to be talking about a very, very sensitive subject that I think that most, uh, if not all of us, have been somehow affected or affected by, the, by it, which is gender-based violence. Uh, we're going to be looking at it from a, from a point where the man is a perpetrator and the female is the abused. Um, what are the questions that need to be asked? What are we not asking? What are we not saying? And what type of conversations? are not being heard. We have done all that we know to do. We have protested. We have, we have seen the news. We have, um, we have trended on Twitter about gender-based violence. But what can be done for this problem to cease from happening in our homes, in our country, in our communities? I have a few guests that are going to be joining me today. Uh, I've got Mr. A. Um, he, he, he asked to be anonymous. And um, I have um, a young man called Muraro, and um, I've got a young woman as well called uh, Mashudu. Mashudu, Muraro, and Mr. A are going to help me have this conversation and really, more than anything, learn and teach what we can. My Angelou said that um, when you learn, teach, when you get give, and this is what this is about. But I'm more than anything hoping that by the end of this segments you will be able to look at gender-based violence differently as for the men that will be listening to this who are maybe abusers i am hoping that for you you'll change your mind about who you are and what you want to do with your life yeah and for the women that have been in the the hands of a of an abuser my hope is that you leave let's get to it coming through what's going to happen is that we're just going to have a conversation um about gender-based violence um you can you can bring you can bring up the questions if you feel like there's something that you want to ask the group if you want to comment on something feel free to chip in um even when somebody else is still talking but just do it in a professional way don't just you know um so so basically my my angle is we've done a lot I mean, we've seen, I mean, this, this thing has been happening forever. I mean, since I was born, I've been seeing this thing. Um, more so when I was younger, I, I, I saw, I, I'm going to tell my own story about um, my own experiences about gender-based violence. And um, maybe we can maybe take it off from there. We can also take it from, to the, from an angle. Oh, by the way, Anonymous, what number is that? Um, he can no. hear it, but he can't speak <laughs> it. And so, so let's let's speak to English. Okay, yeah. cool. Because uh, yeah, cool, cool. So the the angle that the president came, uh, uh, like he spoke about Morova. I mean, yesterday. Sorry, uh, <laughs> um, about it being a pandemic in our country. But at the same time, I want us to 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 go into the angles of what is it that women can do. I understand that it is something that. Um, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's men, like, it's gender-based, right? But what, mm. what can women do, you know, to help this situation? It doesn't help for women to keep on pointing a finger. That's where I'm coming from. You guys can disagree or agree or whatever. 
but that's where I'm coming from to point a finger at the men. But whatever it is that they can do or you can do as women, what is it that you can do if there's anything at all? Um, is there any sort of sense of responsibility on your side as well? Or isn't they? So, but whatever it is that we can speak about on this topic, ne? we will, we will, we, uh, I'll, I'll direct you guys. Don't worry. Okay. Yes. Yeah, um, I, I think being the only woman on the conversation, yes. um, it, it, it does sound like maybe I, I should, I should start, start on, on your question, right? So, okay. I mean, first of all, my take on gender-based violence, even though it's called gender-based violence, is that it's not a man issue, it's not a woman, it's, a, it's, it's an issue for all of us. Young, mm-hmm. old, male, female. It's, it affects and effects and, and impacts all of us. So, um, we, can't, we can't put the goalpost on one specific gender. True, that, that's true. that's my t- that's my take on it. That we can't say, um, woman, or what can you guys do, or men, what have you guys been doing, or what can you do to change this pandemic, as the president called it. That it's, it's another pandemic that we're fighting specifically in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we can do as 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 a whole nation or or, or as, as as human beings is is change the way that we raise. Uh, our children, because because everything has got a root of where it starts from. I mean, for me, when I look at um, what's happening, it it seems to stem from male patriarchy. So mm. where we've got um, a sense of whether it comes from a traditional viewpoint where male are are, are brought up as as being taught that they've got a, a point of ownership over women, or where they are being brought up to. Nothing wrong with them being the head, but the position of them being a head being, um, I don't know, to, to an extent, not really communicated fluently. I mean, I remember growing up um, when we used to, to play, especially in the village, so I'm taking a little mm. bit long, um, we, there was this thing that boys were allowed or, or, or men are allowed to, to, if they find you in the street, there was a specific... Um, elderly men, they used to play what we call and feminine, that the, the this game that old men play that looks a little bit like chess. And oh, yes, if yes. you pass, if you pass there, um, as as a girl, these men were allowed to come and fill up your your breasts to test if you are grown, or otungana mm. right? Mm. And and. And and for us women, what we were taught as kids is that don't pass by there. If you're gonna have to pass by there, you need to run. So the onus was on me as a woman to make sure I don't get violated. And mm. I feel like that's the still that's still the same mindset that's in a society today. That the honor still lies with the girl child or the woman that you must not be violated. You must f- uh, not walk um, alone among the alleys at night. You must not um, go out on a date with someone that you don't know. You must tell people if you're going out on a date with someone that you don't know, don't wear miniskirts or whatever it is. The honest then comes to saying it's now on the woman to not be violated. Where it should be, it's on all of us, both male and, male and female, to make sure <laughs> that our future children do not get violated. 
that's 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 my stance on it. I just want to just uh, chip in first before um, before maybe I, uh, the, the, the other guys can talk. Is that you touched on something um, which is very important to to know, and I don't think a lot of people know this. Is that when we talk about gender-based violence, automatically we always think about the men being the the perpetrator and mm. the, the woman being the the victim. You know, but what we don't realize is that this is much bigger than that. Obviously, it is much bigger than this because there are women out there who are abusive to their men. True. And, and people don't realize that um, gender-based violence also goes into family as well. It's not necessarily um, only um, focused on the male, <laughs> the male partner being abusive to the female partner. But um, just for maybe this conversation, I want us really just maybe more, more than anything to focus on the men who are violating women. Because right now, mm-hmm. as it stands, um, when the president yesterday was talking about it, um, he was more focused on the male child um, being abusive to the women. So I want us really just to un- go into that. Why? Okay, I, I, yeah, you said something very important as well, is that mm-hmm. we've been taught by the system that we've been born into, that the male has power, has, has dominance. And we can do whatever we want, just like the, 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 the men that were playing that chess game um, were allowed. Basically, it was allowed. If, you know, if, it was if, allowed, if, yes. If, yes, it was allowed. It was a norm that, you know what, they have the right to fill up um, your breast should you be in, the, in their way or something like that. And <laughs> I think Wari, that is something that already we can see Wari, um, the, the male child was born in those families back then as well, is born into a system that is already a, dis- a dysfunction. So I yeah. want us more than anything to really focus on wait, wait, what are we missing here? Mr. A. Yes, sir. All right. Um, just to chip in, I, I would have loved to do more of the listening <laughs> than the talking. <laughs> um, okay. But now I've been put on the spot, so I just want to contribute to it. Um, interestingly, um, when you actually look at the, the Istanbul Convention, when they actually define um, gender-based violence, they use the term gender-based violence and violence against women interchangeably. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is not for nothing. Mm. Why? Because um, we are all very comfortable with the South African statistics, but to give you the European statistics, you're going to see that one in three women have experienced physical or sexual violence. And mm. 50% of women in Europe, I'm not talking of the African context, I'm talking of European context, 50%, that is yeah. one in two women, have experienced sexual harassment of some sort. Um, oh. And then one in 20 have been raped. One in five what? women, one in 20 have been raped. Oh. Oh. Um, and then that is to say about 20% of, um, of women, um, sort of or 10% have been, have, have experienced that. And then you see um, one in five have in one way or another experienced stalking. So mm. we are not actually looking at um, only a South African or an African thing. 
it is a global thing. Yes, it is. A global thing. Yeah. Um, yes, within the week, I was I actually got a message from one of my students telling me one of my students um, had passed on Buitumelo. And it was only yesterday that I came to realize that the news about the Northwest student who was actually stabbed by the cousin. I don't know if you re- read it in the daily sun. No, no, I, I, I haven't read oh, the yeah. story. Yeah, the story was about a cousin. Who, yeah, who has stabbed the, the cousin, a, a guy who has stabbed the cousin fatally and the girl died in the hospital and then the community also beat the boy up until the boy also died. I came to realize that was my student. Uh, so it was so sure. close to home. Um, she sat right mm. in my presence, taking extra classes, um, teaching her at the University of Free State and all that. She had just graduated for her BCom um, law degree and she was doing her LLB. Mm. So when we actually talk about this kind of gender-based violence, when it is not close to you, you look at it in a different manner. But when it is home, True. it becomes True. a different thing. Absolutely. When we hear that, um, oh, a woman has been raped, a woman has been groped, we just think it is something being read in a story form or is in a newspaper. But when it is your sister, when it is your mother, when it's your girlfriend, when it is your wife, then you begin to set up. Um, to cut to the bone, to say, look, what are our thoughts in curbing this? I will give you a few things which are, um, are my thoughts. Um, the first and foremost is about the family structure. How do we raise, how do we raise our men? Um, the way we are raised determines because we are actually given lenses when we are actually young and from age one to six we actually see life throughout with those particular lenses so when we are actually growing up and at a very very tender age we begin to make the boys feel superior to the girls mm-hmm. when they mm-hmm. cannot undo it they cannot undo it so now, our we as women will continue to raise boys and make them feel superior to women. And then when mm. they grow up and then it becomes entrenched, we don't understand, then we go to the streets with placards. As much as the placards are for the raising of awareness, actually, it doesn't change much. It doesn't. Thank you. It that is exactly... It doesn't change anything. True. So... Before we even talk about legislation, let us look at our family structure. As a woman, how do you raise the children? As a, as a man, how do you raise your children? There are certain mm. things that we should do to protect the children. And one of the things that I always mention is that, look, when you have a boy child in the home, as a mother, as a big sister, you cannot be taking your bath in the presence of that little boy who is six years old. Don't take anything for granted. Why? Because you are actually yeah. playing pictures to the boy 
which will actually play out in one way or another in his mind as he grows. You are going to find boys who are 13 years, 14 years, who live in certain structures, in certain homes, whereby their big sisters and their mothers are actually taken back in their clear presence. It's part of it. Hey, can I just... Can I just... Okay, sorry. Yes. As well. Um... So, so, and and hundred percent agree with you with with regards to to family structure and households um, when it comes to the root of the problem, and also agree that if the problem is starting at that point, um, fast forwarding to now, me for example, I'm I'm, in, I'm thirty and standing with a a thing that says stop gender based violence, but at home nothing has changed means exactly what the same word that yourself and Gabriel is saying it's not going to change much we're going to we're going to march uh, the president is going to speak we're going to feel sorry we're going to know their names and 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 until it dies down then mm-hmm. then it's nothing but co- coming to to households that have got a boy childs growing up without fathers because 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 when you've got a household where a, a, a boy child can see the mother, the sister bathing or sharing, it then also touches to the kind of households we have and the kind of poverty struck and also absent father struck um, families that majority, I'm gonna also majority mm-hmm. of unfortunately black people mm-hmm. are living in. Mm-hmm. Correct. And, and how do we now get into tackling that specific specific um, situation because well, as much as there's, there's an involvement of, of us, there's still a lot left behind that's still in that. I just can, can I just quickly just answer that? Like, I think you guys are touching on something that is very, very, very uh, powerful because that is what I was coming to this with, to say um, the family structure. Um, so somebody is breathing a bit louder <laughs> on this <other> thing. <laughs> 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 so um the family structure is very important um i'm somebody who and i'm going to tell you a little story like um i grew up in a family and if you look at my family right now we are in such a good space you wouldn't know this but i grew up in a family with an abusive father for example hmm. um i grew up seeing abuse you know um my mother being beaten um because she's asking a relevant question that he just wasn't feeling to answer for example you know, I've seen it all. And I've, I saw this from maybe a tender age of, I don't know, four or five, right through to the age of 12, which was the last beating that I saw. Mm. And I'm growing up watching that and that becoming a norm for me. As much as I hate it as a boy child, um, seeing your father be a monster kind of, you know, from in most cases, turns you into being a monster yourself. Exactly. Because... Because that is, that is what you are seeing every single day. That's the picture of what a man is that is being put in front of you. And um, you lose a sense of respect for women. You know, you, you feel, you know what, this is how things are supposed to be. If a woman um, has an opinion, um, I have a right to shut her up with, with my fist, for example. Mm. And To dominate. And to dominate, yes. You know, and that's, that, that is what, that, that's what I grew up seeing. But... And, and, and fortunately, fortunately for me, I got to a point where I made a decision. I remember I was 10 years old, I was taking a shower and I said to myself, I will never put my hands on a woman. I never want to see another child or my child 
see what I what I just witnessed. And for me, that 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 conversation that I had with myself, it assisted me to becoming the man that I am today. However, unfortunately, in a world that we're living, it's not many boys that make that that type of decision, especially at that age. What happens is that they grow up and then they become the monster they hated in their fathers. And then now, when a child is born and, and is raised in that, in that manner and they don't make the right decisions, and then now, now we see them maybe abusive and killing the women that they, they are supposed to be loving, how then can we reconcile our, these, 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 these boys to the, to, to, to the true nature that they were supposed to be not the one that they saw. Mm, mm, mm. It's getting heated in there. I've asked a few friends of mine to just comment on this topic and um, just just to share light and also share their ideas about what gender-based violence is and what they feel can be done for us to to have more light to this pandemic, as the president put it. Here's what they have to say. Okay, um, you know, part of my understanding on this whole gender-based violence thing is that society in itself actually has to take a serious look at, look at itself in terms of how we actually raise men, you know, how we actually define masculinity, what we define as what a man is supposed to be, what a man is supposed to be like, what a man, how a man is supposed to act and all such things. Like we need to have like a conversation on nature versus nature, basically. Like as men, is it in our nature to be hardcore all the time or is it something that is nurtured in us? You know, is it something that people come to, like, is it something that you are born with to be macho? Or is it something that is ingrained in you as you grow? Because when you look at it, it's like, as a man, I'm not supposed to express how I feel from the moment I'm a child, from the moment I'm a toddler, actually. I'm being taught that I'm not supposed to cry longer than a girl. You know, I cannot be seen as weaker than a girl. I cannot lose a fight to a girl. I cannot have a girl have the upper hand over me in any moment, like on anything really. And those things actually go deep into the psychology of how we get to be as men, you know. As much as, yes, it's not the most popular opinion, as much as it's not the most politically correct thing to say, but how we are raised as men in general, actually contributes to what we become you know and you know so when when i look at it like you know from my own perspective i think that we need to be taught that expressing your feelings as a man is not soft as like you know uh, crying as a man is not a sign of weakness you know telling people that i hurt it's not a sign of being feminine or anything of that nature. It's just simply being human. I mean, every single emotion that men experience is the very same emotions that women will get to experience as well. 
you know, anger, happiness, like, you know, disappointment and all these things. We all experience these things because we are all human. It's just that women are more given, are given more of a platform to express themselves when they are hurt, you know, than us men. Because like, even as a man, if you express too much happiness, even just happiness itself, something that should be so natural for us, something that should be celebrated. But if me as a man express so much happiness over somebody's achievements or something like that, people start looking at you like you're being a bit too flamboyant, you know. And if you're being too flamboyant, then we all know where that is going. You are going to be looked as you know maybe he's gay or maybe he's like and not that there's anything wrong with being gay by my perspective but society has taught people that being gay is a sign of being weak is a sign of not being man enough and such things you know so i think again nature versus nature go back to look at to to like let's go back to looking at how we nurture men into society you know how we actually yeah but like you know you get what i'm saying okay i don't think there's a similar or common cause of breeding violence or abusing a man taking into consideration the bringing of a man but i think it goes all wrong when men feel a sense of entitlement when with a woman um, we tend to feel or oh, because she's with me then expect her to act a certain way and when she doesn't I get filled with anger and frustration, leading to raising a hand. The other side of this is that most women ignore and accept it when it happens because they don't walk away until they are dead. Um, I came across a few videos whereby women, after being beaten, still in bruises, mind you, defend the men, stating that they are to blame for his behavior. So it seems there is a need to also have these conversations with women than just us men. Mm. Okay. Uh, my, my view is a bit different and a bit uh, controversial, but I agree with what you guys are saying. It's just that um, I just don't agree with uh, the solutions. And by solutions, I mean that... Uh, I feel like when you tell families to educate their child, it's not practical. And when you South Africa in the world, Sorry, when you tell when you tell families that they must educate their child or or children or their male kids, okay, about gender-based violence, it's it's something we can just talk about. And if it was possible, they would educate them, and it works. But in reality, it's most families. You can't even monitor it. You're right. Exactly. Most families in South Africa, it's it's almost impossible to do that because, as a boy, um, they teach you one thing in the house, but most of your education you're gonna get it in the streets. Mm. So, uh, to build a man, it's very difficult from the way I see it, and I feel like it's something which I don't know it should be included in the system, whether education or something, in order to teach kids uh but you're right about teaching them at home but i just feel like it's not enough because even families in south africa the same people who are supposed to teach don't even understand what they're teaching because the same father who's supposed to teach the child does not even understand what 
gender-based violence is. Uh, well, so, well, uh, well, so, so to just chip in on just on that part, ne? We, 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 we must always remember that the fathers that we are saying must teach these children this, these amazing um, lessons, they themselves, nine or ten times, they have never seen it being modeled in their own lives. And you're right. I think to some extent you're right when you say that it is not practical. Because how do you teach what you don't know? Exactly. Okay, now and, can, I, yeah. can I tip in over there? Mm-hmm. I think we, we, we have taken two, two positions which actually have the same foundation. Now, I like that initially you said it was not possible, but actually you said um, it's, um, it does very little, which now I agree with the, with the latter. The first point for education is not necessarily formal education. Let's, that, let's get that clear. Yeah. So when you talk about education, it's not about sitting in a classroom. Every single thing that we learn as a people, we actually start in our toddling years and afterwards, we only build on it. We hardly do change. And that is why we cannot eliminate the family structure because it is with the family that we start our learning process. It is not in the educational institutions. So that brings in the role of the Amen. father. Amen. Preach it, Pastor. Preach it. <laughs> <laughs> now that brings in the role of the father. Mm. Now, I can go with the women, go stand on the streets with the ply cards, but I come back and, re- and make babies that I do not raise and I'm never there for. Mm. That's a re- how mm-hmm. many South African homes, how many African homes grow do we see growing up with mother, father, and children? Oh. It's not there. And now that is the unfortunate part of it. The, a, a, a young lady will say, I want a child, but I don't want the man to be part of it. How can you make that decision for the child? Dysfunction. That's a, that's a dysfunction, dysfunction right there. These are the realities that we have to live with because... You are free to undertake an action, but you are not free from the consequence of the actions. Statistics will tell you that children who grow up with a father figure turn out better than children who do not grow up with a father figure. That is true. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, let us not shoot ourselves in the foot, living comfortably with our own devices and with our own preferences and for our own pleasure and then tomorrow we create problems for our children. It doesn't work that way. So if I'm now going to now sit down and say I can... The government also comes in. I, I don't oh. want to talk about the part of the government now, but with, I, I'm, I'm actually trying to focus on the family now. Look, there is something that we always see in our African families. We know our uncles who have raped women. We know our cousins who are abusive sexually, but it becomes a family secret and we all become mom over it. True or false? Yeah. True. But we are protecting protecting people. That's true. We are protecting the people. How many people in a home and an extended family whereby an uncle rapes uh, a nephew or a niece or whatever will be bold enough to say, let us 
now take him to the police station and let the arm of the law deal with him in all its might. We will not do that. And it is the women in the family, the, the, the wife to that uncle, uh, the daughters to that uncle, who will now get up and now try vehemently to defend that particular person. But you find that same people, those same people standing in the streets and talking about gender-based violence. If we could have kept it in the families, it wouldn't be out there on the streets because we are all originating from families. So we are all guilty one way or yeah. another. We are all guilty one way or another. If my friend groups a girl and I say nothing about it, I am an Exactly. Exactly. Mm, mm, that's true. So that means I, that... Yeah. Yeah, you, you and, and, from there. You, yes, and, and and also bringing it back, um, bringing it back a so, I, I mean, hundred percent, right? That, and at some point, it's not even the the wife of the uncle; it's the sister of the uncle, which is the mother of the child, that's trying to 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 wrap it under under carpets because it has become a shame or even in her upbringing herself she's walked a pathway she herself has mm. been violated one way or the other mm. and has been taught because i mean as as women one of the things that we taught i, I remember um growing up the, the other things that we were taught as women that that as a sort of resent it also when when it comes to our womanhood and our periods it's it's you're taught to to, to honor your woman, you must protect, you must, it must be a secret. No man mm. must know that you are now on a period on this day, right? But, it, it must be a secret, you must protect it. And, and, and women have got that burden of everything, we must put it under carpet. So if, if my daughter was grabbed, um, I, I might hate the action. One of the things I'll ask is, what were you doing? Where were you? Didn't, didn't I tell you not to, mm. right? Mm, you, blame you, you, to you blame didn't the I child. You blame the child. Exactly. And, 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 and it starts there. And like you say, the next thing I see another person being violated, then I can go on the streets and, 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 and stand and say, let's stop gender based violence. But I forget it stops with me. Absolutely. It stops with me today on how I raise my children. I just, I just want to so say that, that was one, to... point, one point I wanted to say, sorry, before, I, and then the other point, Yamularo. As, as much as there, there is a sense of maybe we can do it by having better family structures, but I still agree with him to a point that the practicality of it or the monitoring of it is not really there because we can preach it right here on this uh, on this conversation and we can all agree, let's have stronger families. That's just, there's four of us. That's just the four of us agreeing to that point. Mm -hmm. How many households in Africa are, dis are dysfunctional? How many households in mm -hmm. Africa are still holding on to the old tradition of raising boy, boy children? Mm. So, okay. so instead of, well, what more can we do instead of just saying, yes, that's where it starts. That's where we can, we can really uproot this thing and take it by the roots. Wow, um, this is taking a turn that I think um, it's, uh, I'm enjoying this conversation because um, I feel like this family structure, that's a very good start point where we can really get to the roots 
of where um, these these men come from, and again the ideologies that we get taught by our families, both the male and the female child. And um, I want you guys to to keep in mind that when we are talking about these 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 reasons why we feel that men um, turn out the way that they do, um, those reasons are not excuses. I want to make it that very, very clear that we are not excusing the, the, the behavior of the man. We are simply giving reasons that we have come to see about why men behave that the way that they do and why the women as well um, have allowed this behavior to continue in their own lives. Um, for now, um, we're going to just end it there, but um, we're going to have a part two. And part two will be a continuation of the conversation I had with Mr. A, Mashudu, Moraro, and the, the, the guests that came through uh, from, 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 from WhatsApp. Um, for now, have a fantastic day. Just think about some of the things that we have spoken about. Enjoy your day.